Welcome to Licking Non-Vanilla, a sex-positive hour of talk about kink, sexual mores, and writing dirty words. So grab a cup of cocoa, your favorite easy chair, and the lube as we go sailing into the dark, sweet waters of all things naughty. On Licking Non-Vanilla with your hosts, Ralph Greco Jr. and M. Christian. Well, hello, my little droogs. You are back in the wild and wacky world of Licking Non-Vanilla with me, your co-host, Ralph Greco Jr. And your other host, who's the other co-host, is... (laughs) Chris, otherwise known as M. Christian. And uh, although Chris and I are miles apart, in physical miles apart, we are no miles apart in hearts, right, Chris? <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> we uh, we tackle uh, the wild again, the wild and woolly world of anything we really want to here. <laughs> uh, you know, I guess I guess we circle around the airport of sex more than not, right? Mm-hmm. And exactly. We geek out occasionally, right? Um, and you know, we, what we haven't t- touched on was something we, we touched on in the first couple of shows. I was thinking about this today when we were trying to get on here. Um, the writing life, you know, mm-hmm. which is what we both do, basically. Um, and we haven't really got back into, you know, the the mechanics and the worries and all that kind of stuff. So I was thinking maybe, if you want, we could spend a little time uh, jawing about where we're at presently and what we're doing and, you know, and just how we're approaching things, you know? Sure. And, because I wrote, I just, um, one of the places Chris and I both write for is called sexpert.com. And uh, Domina runs that site. Hello, Domina. And uh, I have a column there that, about a writing column. And I, and I put one up today, Chris, um, about self-promotion. Oh, cool. oh, excellent. And, you know, the fine line between what you what you got to do, what you want to do, and what makes you sick to do, you know. <laughs> um, and, you know, you and I, uh, out of all the places we, we, we've talked about this before, the places that you and I agree and disagree and we don't when we disagree on stuff it's not vehemently disagreeing but mm-hmm. um this is the one area where we where we have a we have kind of a you know a little difference of opinion um about how and where and to do stuff but mm-hmm. what, what what for anybody in general i think in any business not just writing what, what do you think fi- is there a fine line now between much too much is too much uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, I, I think it's funny because you, you said that. I don't think we're too far off from each other. It's just our approaches. That's probably true. Um, yeah. Yeah, because um, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not making a big deal of it. But, you know, yeah, I think it's like, you know, that's the thing. It's like if someone is, is, is only – their only social media or, frankly, anywhere else is nothing but me, 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 it's a big turnoff. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, even, you know, super, you know, you know – celebrities for lack of a better word in writing if they just talk about themselves endlessly it gets they lose people like crazy because it's like you know again it's like who wants someone just bragging about themselves 24 7 mm-hmm. yeah and you know and i to tell you the truth i came to um squatting a little late you know with, with, in twitter and that the only reason is because we have a twitter page for this for this show mm-hmm. um looking on vanilla that's looking on vanilla that's looking on vanilla um <laughs> and you know, delving into that world, I found pretty interesting and pretty stupefying. You know, I mean, it's just, it, there's, like you're saying, there's just a an, 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 an inordinate amount of stuff being posted uh, I, constantly. And 
and mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I guess it's. A, I guess Twitter is a social platform, like Facebook was. And I, but I guess they they border on business platforms too. But man, there, there's just a lot of lot of lot of constant stuff, and keeping up with that gets a little tiring. It's impossible, actually. So so how do you how do you temper it between too much spending too much time you know going down that rabbit hole of the social media. You know, I I don't ask me because I'm 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 not really a very compulsive social media person. I mean, I post to a couple of them, but I don't really sit there and kind of scroll through what's going on. Right. The only one I sort of do is Instagram because it's you know I don't have that many people I look at, and you know so the people I have on there are pretty much not like filler people. No insult to you know people, but they're people I actually know, so I can mm-hmm. go through there and they're like, is Marilyn J. Lewis who we talked to, and I'll hit a like or disaster arena or another couple of people I know. Um, but I don't really look at Twitter. I mean, I post to Twitter and I have like maybe about six, seven or so people who I get alerts for, you know, and that one of them is our Twitter feed. Another one is like future of sex who I write for, um, and hot movies, of course, which we both write for and a bunch of other ones. So anytime they post, I get a little alert, but I rarely actually look at, the stream itself, um, you know, mainly because it's like, it's just overwhelming. Like you said, it's just like, suddenly you're like, you know, can't tell what's going on and it's, you know, very confusing and you get sucked into it. And it's just like, Ugh, it's just make it yeah. stop, make it stop, make it stop. Same thing with Facebook. I mean, I used to be more active on Facebook, but then I got really kind of fed up with the toxic, you know, environment and all those twits commenting and such. So I find just dro- kind of dropped away from it. It's just, it's just, I get, I guess there's some sort of, you know, I, I, there's a couple things. First of all, it is a, it could be incredible time suckage. Mm-hmm. And then I also noticed that um, it engenders, and I think this is true of all social media, it engenders a certain um, ego. Mm-hmm. I have to post this. People are out there looking for my post, and uh, mm-hmm. I had, you know, I'm gonna, you know, I have this kind of French toast. I have to let the world know about it. You know, <laughs> you know, and it becomes like it's far, and I have no. I have no desire to be on social media at all for, for friendships. So the only me- reason I would go on and I go on now for looking on vanilla is to look to, for, for business purposes or to find mm-hmm. guests or communicate with people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in, in that regard, I'm trying to temper myself to stay in one place and stay in for, for, you know, stay the course for one reason there, you know, mm-hmm. but exactly. I understand, you know, I understand it's, it's a, it's a great source of people's social, social life. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, I know a lot of people who just spend like hours, you know, on it, looking at this, that, and the other thing. And, yeah. you know, just kind of like, you know, answering people, which I understand, to be honest, I, uh, from, from what I know of social media, which I could, you know, probably would, you know, fill an envelope, yeah. um, you know, that, that the, um, the way to sort of like do that, or at least do it where you can reach the most number of people is actually to, you know, be that kind of engaging, you know, and not just like, for instance, um, you know, just doing your own stuff, um, but actually kind of like, you know, answering people's posts, sharing content and such. So, you know, in that regard, I'm not too sure really if I'm doing it very well, but it's just that kind of like how I can handle it. Cause it is, like I said, like you just said perfectly, a big, huge time sink. Yeah. But I, I guess, you know, I, I, and I run against this all the time time because, um, you know, I, I guess I, I'm certainly well past the age of all this stuff, where it's where it's you know in, ubiquitous in my life. I mean, it's ubiquitous in everyone's life, but I didn't grow up with it. We didn't grow up with it. So mm-hmm. I, I wonder if 
it's just the way of the way things are do, being done now. And if people want to spend their social life online, then who am I to say that's right or wrong? I just, mm-hmm. it's just not right for me. That's exactly. All. Right. Exactly. I completely agree with you. It's like, you know, it's, it's one thing I think we both heard, like people who are first starting out being writers, it's like, oh, how much do I do this? And how do I do social media and such? And, you know, it's really kind of a very, a really confusing and very mixed message because, you know, people who live their lives and who make money talking about social media naturally says social media is absolutely 100% essential. But yeah. then there's other people, I mean, you're a good example, and I know a couple of other writers who have like almost zero social media presence, yeah. yet can still get consistent gigs, sell books, you know, and all this kind of stuff. I think it's kind of, once again, it's like, it really comes down to what your comfort level is. Um, you know, my philosophy is not average, is kind of almost like you. It's just, I just use it as sort of like a little bit look for work and let the world know what I'm doing, but not what waffles I'm eating or something similar. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But, you know, other people, it's like they just, you know, love that kind of, you know, you know, once again, talking about everything in the planet. Yeah, yeah, and the affirmation and the whole, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, and, I, and again, like, I, sometimes I sit up on high and want to be involved and say, I don't need the affirmation, and I don't. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean I'm any better or worse, or if you want that, that's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, like, uh, it's just not my thing. And I don't know if I have been, if I uh, truncate my opportunities because I'm not on social media. You know, are there are there opportunities I don't get because I'm not on social media? I don't, I don't think so. I really don't. Um, of course, you know, this is speaking from somebody who mm-hmm. isn't really all that active on social media. So yeah. I can't really say of being more aggressive gets you more gigs, but I kind of view it, you know, again, I'm not, excuse me, allowing me to bend your ear here, but I was kind of view it as being like, when I, like, for instance, I think you, we both do the same thing. If we find about like a place taking articles or stories or, you know, saying somewhere, we'll write them a query letter. And, and the query letter is usually kind of the most important thing because that's when you tell people how fabulous you are and you smell like peaches and, you know, the, you know, the, the sign shines out of every orifice. Um, but sometimes actually including the social media can help a little bit because sometimes even though your pitch says something, they kind of like want to look at social media and then they can see like, Oh, this person has a huge number of followers or something somewhere. It just kind of like builds a little bit of reputation, I guess, you know, exposure. Well, I mean, certainly, certainly. I mean, I, I have heard, I have often heard about the, I don't, I don't see you on social media. So I don't, you obviously don't have that big of a stretch because I don't, I don't know you. I just don't. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, that's, that's the way it is because I'm not on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got to honestly say to you that there are times when I feel holier than thou because I'm like, well, look at me. I'm not on social media. So, mm-hmm. and I don't know if, if it has cost me a job and I think it has, I think like you're, what you're saying, there are times when people will say that to you. Hey, um, let's show, show me your LinkedIn page. I, I know what, I mean, I know I've looked, I've, build out forms for jobs, for writing jobs, and they're looking for, and I have a LinkedIn page, but I, it's not something I ever go to. Mm-hmm. So it's not something that would look current or whatever. So I don't, I think in some instances you, you, they are looking for a social media presence. Yep. Simple, simple. Yep. You know? And I, I have to say that I do get annoyed with that. I mean, I don't mind if they ask or, 
you know, they say something like, you know, oh, you know, you know, like, for instance, sometimes if I apply to whatever it is and they'll have like a like a contact page and they say put in your social media. And I like the ones that sort of say, like, you know, it says Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, yeah. you know, Pinterest or whatever. So they don't, they don't like, you know, give you a hard time for not having one. But the ones I really don't like, and uh, this is exactly what you just said, you know, send us your Instagram, you know, or send us your Facebook profile or something like that. It's like, I don't use Facebook that often. It's really out of date. I mean, yeah. you know, I don't respond except for like very rare occasions. So, you know, the same thing with LinkedIn. God, I hate about that, like LinkedIn. Everyone treats it like you know, it's your professional resume. It's, no, it's one of many. And frankly, I don't update it like you very often. So it kind right, of like, right. it's frustrating. It's like, I don't want to send you my LinkedIn. First of all, it has nothing to do with my writing, you know, because it's just kind of my job history. Yeah. Um, so it's like, you know, don't do that. You know, just, you know, some people don't use social media. It's not, they're not, they don't have a reach or an audience. It just means they don't like it or don't use that one particular platform. Well, that's a really good point. We used it about LinkedIn because LinkedIn ha is seen as some sort of a, like a step up professionally, you know, mm -hmm. but if, you, if you're guys like us who just, and I think this is true of a lot of people, you don't go on that often to update it. It's not a good representation of what we do. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly. I'd rather, and I mean, you know, this is, this is just old school, you know, talking, but I'd rather get the person on an email or on the phone. Mm-hmm. Because then I could sell myself. I have no problem there. Mm -hmm. Or mm -hmm. getting to the point where I'm like, if you want references, I have... Four people you could write right now are going to give you a reference. Mm -hmm. You get them on the phone, they'll talk to you, whatever. So I'd much rather do that than, and I, and you know, and I've taken calls. In fact, I recently, you and I went through something because I called you. Here's what happens between Chris and I when we don't know something when it comes to the writing game and we don't have all the answers to all time, we do reach out to each other. Exactly. And I said, Chris, I need some, some thought about if somebody's taking a book from A to Z after I've written it all the rest of the stuff that needs to be done and pricing. Chris made, gave me a great, some great in, in some interesting ideas about pricing. And if you ever want to um, think about writing a book and how you're going to present it and price it, you would do well dropping Chris a line. He'll give oh, you a little, uh, thank you so he'll much. Give you a little, a little, a uh, little, it's not even, wouldn't even cost you that much money, but, but he would certainly give you a good <laughs> background about what to do and what not to do. Anyway, but I reached out to Chris because it was I was on the phone with somebody back and forth a couple times. And that I got on the phone with her because, to me, that was my best and only opportunity to sell her my services. Mm -hmm. um, and it did actually didn't end up happening because I was – she would, didn't have any idea what the prices were. And it wasn't your prices, Chris. When I came back with my price, which you know, you and I both know, our prices are very reasonable. Mm -hmm. um, she walked because I think she – but I think she thought that she was going to spend, you know, a couple of whatever on it. And I was like, well, that's just not realistic. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to spend what she was going to spend on the book, she's going to get what she pays for, unfortunately. Yep. Yep. So, so it was one of those instances where there are times when Chris and I and everybody else I know who freelances, you put your best foot forward and you maybe even put some money into trying to get the gig and you still don't get the gig. Mm -hmm. social media or not. I mean, you just don't get the gig. And um, and I don't know if you... I In that instance, if I had had a great Instagram page, it wouldn't have made a difference. I got her on the phone, and that's what happened. You know? Mm -hmm. I so, completely agree. Right. And that's the thing, too. It's like sometimes, you know, social media can actually work against you because, you know, if you come off as being a little cold 
a little like too polished, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, sometimes people don't reach out to you because they automatically assume that you're either not going to respond, which is all too common, or you're going to be expensive. So, you know, in some ways, kind of keeping things to a little bit of a low, low level, you know, works actually better um, yeah. in the long run. And yeah, it's like, it's like, it's kind of like, I guess the way, you know, kind of like talking about it, it's kind of like a little bit of a, not a perk, but just a little added something as opposed to the overall thing. Um, and, you know, that's the thing. It's like, you know, once again, it's like if you have a social media and you're talking constantly about yourself, um, yes, if you're someone like Neil Gaiman or Stephen King, that actually is can be a really big thing. But for 99% of us, it's just kind of like a little reminder of what you're doing, which can sort of like in the background boost your sort of like presence. Yeah. But, you know, you can't do too much of it. You can't do too little of it. And, right. you know, you can only do it at a certain, you know, it's just very complicated. It's very frustrating. But, yeah, I know it's like it's funny talking about that person. And I do wish them well that they uh, find, you know, a good way of getting their book out. But, it again, it sort of like reinforces how little people understand sometimes about what it takes to get a book out or be a writer. Yeah. The, yeah. And, and and also, you know, you you and I are the kind of guys like, you know, we'll spend inordinate amounts of time with somebody, probably mm -hmm. over and over. You know, like it's very hard for me to say, well, this is going to take this many hours because I don't know. I mean, I'm not a mm -hmm. clock watcher, you know, mm -hmm. um, and 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 I I just don't know. You know, there, there's just a lot more to it than than just you know because you know, like what will happen too. I mean, this recently happened to me as well. I have I courted and massaged somebody for a long time mm -hmm. before I got the gig, and right now, it's a good gig, but it's not. It doesn't measure up to the to how much time I spend. If you were to look at amortize the time out, mm -hmm. it doesn't. It doesn't. It's not. It. It. You know, I'm losing. I've lost money already. Mm -hmm. But the point is that it's a good client, and there's a lot of potential down the line. Mm -hmm. is potential for both of us actually down the line, if I can massage it correctly. Oh, wonderful. Which, so, you know, but again, the only way this even came about was I got the guy on the phone. Mm -hmm. And I did basically what I think a lot of people are doing, and I know you're doing this, is just cold calling. Exactly. Yep. Right? You got it. Exactly. That's exactly it. And that's the thing. It's like, I mean, again, keep in mind that, you know, you know, we're not like social media experts and such, and people right. may have, you know, your mileage may vary and be sure yeah, to rotate right. your tires Objects and, in the mirror you know, push. just change yeah. the brake fluid every once in a while. Right. And, exactly. God, these American cars just can't keep, cope, mm -hmm. keep up these days. But, um, yeah, it's just like, you know, that's the thing. It's like, you know, I think the number of gigs that have sort of like fallen into my lap um, that I can sort of like pretty much directly correlate to social media is probably one. Um, and I, many times I get like these little things of uh, like, you know, in Twitter instant message saying, Hey, review my sex toy. But they're always like, yeah, we're just going to, you want, they want me to do it for free and they may just pay for the price of the sex toy. It's like, and yeah, no, not happening. Yeah. Right, um, right. You know, that's just not, you know, it's like, you know, yeah, that's nice, but I've already got a box full of sex toys here that I can't get rid of. Yeah, um, really. You know, so, but otherwise it's all cold calling. It's all, you know, and I do think sometimes the Twitter, believe it or not, does work a little bit that way. And oh, sure, you sure. know, um, in that, I mean, just to give you a little war story here, because very often, like, 
I'll be looking at someone's post or somebody who follows me or someone who does something that someone references and it's a website or a publication I've never heard of, then I'll reach out to them because, Absolutely. oh, it's like a little bit Absolutely. of a lead here. I won't Absolutely. necessarily say I saw them on Twitter. I just simply be like, oh, that's another one to add to the list of people to reach out to. But still, it's always like you just said, it's a number of just, you know, you send out email, no response. You send out email, no response. You send out email, hey, some we'd love to write, have you write for you. We don't pay, um, you know, or, you know, you reach out and you get this fantastic, wonderful, here's our pay rate, send us a proposal. They never respond. You know, right. it's just, it's just the game. You know, it's like, it's kind of like the resume thing. You send out a hundred, you get 10, you know, responses and one actual job. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and you're right though, that, that, but I think that's a good lesson for people, especially, um, you know, our, our budding pro erotica writers out there who are listening to the show and we welcome everybody to listen to the show, but, but, uh, <laughs> but for those people specifically, um, like Chris said, sometimes something will come across your desk or into a Twitter feed or somebody will say something that's not directly related to a client. Mm-hmm. But there is like a link. I You know, this, this I get this all the time. Like, we'll get, I'll get a writer on the feed of Licking Non Vanilla saying where they're getting their book, they're getting their book published. Right. And I find out they about their publisher. Mm-hmm. And that's that's that order magazine or whatever, and that that is maybe a way into that that company mm-hmm. because Chris and I were just talking about this before we went on the air. There, there's a company that we have been published by and continue to be published by, and we are thankful that they do that. But we're in very good terms with them. Exactly. And there there aren't a lot of erotica publishers out there. So um, when Chris and I come across one, we always giving each other the update. Oh, by the way. Mm-hmm this and this and this. And then mm-hmm. what happens also is, uh, you know, you have to, you have to, because of that, you have to seek them out yourself. You have to look for new companies all the time. Mm-hmm. And some of these, in some instances, they, these are the erotica writers own company. They just start their own company, um, to get their stuff out there. But exactly. And but, that's the thing. It's like, it's all, it's all this kind of like networking. And that's the thing. It's funny because social media is not, necessarily good for networking i found but again of course i don't live on it right um i do know some people who actually do it fairly successfully and then they do once again they spend a lot of time on like facebook writers groups and someone will mention something you know and that's what sort of like they'll they'll sort of like share leads that way but yeah. you know i don't know i mean it's just not something that particularly is something that works for me because it does take unfortunately quite a bit of time yeah you know yeah. again it's not this is not something that you can sort of like do you know, you know, instantaneously. And so you got to like deal with all kinds of like false leads and headaches and, you know, and then you got the social situation, which can be great, but also it's like, you got to deal with people who are prima donnas or, you know, you know, like putting people down or, you know, just not helpful or something similar. They kind of play that ego game, but you know, if you can get to work, I think it's fine. But for the most part, I think we both are completely on the same page here. That it's just a matter of like using it to try and like find something that oh look, there's somebody who might be interested, you know, interested yeah. in having you know me work for them, you know, and then you know from there it's like it, it can snowball. But you know, by and large, it's pretty much just like you know, it's it's learning how to manage it too. I mean, you know, I, I've always kind of liked to say that it's like you know the only time social media is fine as long as it doesn't get in the way of what you're supposed to be doing. Right. Um, so if it makes you feel bad about what you're doing as far as the quality of your work, 
if it makes you feel bad about what other people are doing compared to what you're doing, if it makes you feel bad about how much time you're spending on it, then yeah, I don't think it's necessarily you know, a right, good right. thing. <laughs> yeah, and I would say that's true of everything. You know, anything that's getting in the way of your life that makes your mm-hmm. life unmanageable or your work unmanageable, your relationship unmanageable, that we mm-hmm. said it's all time about a fetish. A fetish is great. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. But if a fetish uh, or a kink makes your life unmanageable or your mm-hmm. relationship unmanageable, then you need to you need to maybe think about that a little bit because mm-hmm. we both know plenty of people who get I don't know about stuck, but they get that becomes all encompassing, and mm-hmm. they can't get beyond anything else to do other than that's the thing they want to do all the time. Exactly, and you know that's fine, but. That's why, like, it's fun to go to, like, a convention that we used to go to and see people dressed up and, you know, and acting out. And this is where they have their fun. They have a fun for a weekend, and they go mm-hmm. back to their lives and, you know, incorporate it as best they can in their normal everyday existence, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think, exactly. I think social media can become pervasive that way. The only, you know, the only thing I was thinking about social media was that if it allows, in our case, if it allows us to keep in contact with people that want to reach out to us, whether on a professional level or a personal level, that's, you know, whether you want to get us through email or you want to come on looking on Vanilla and, and find the site, whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I, we welcome that because we like, we like to keep in contact with people. Absolutely. And that's a good way of doing it, too, is like staying in contact with people. Um, you know, so like I, I do like switching on my alerts for certain, you know, like friends or something similar. So, you know, when, you know, like you post a licking on vanilla or someone else posts, it's like, yeah. kind of like, you know, it's a good way of knowing what's up with them. I do have to say not to sound like a cr- crotchety old man here, but I do l- dislike it though. When people automatically assume that what they say in social media, you're following. So, you know, I'll reach out to, you know, a friend that I haven't heard from in a couple of months, especially now with the pandemic and everything. Yeah. Um, just to find out how they're doing. And they kind of like, this isn't often, but it's often enough. They're like, oh, didn't you follow my, you know, I told everyone about what happened on social media or, you know, it's like, um, I'm not on this social media. I don't know. I mean, and frankly, if you have a have been on social media for a long time, you've got like quite a number of people. So it's really hard to figure out what, what's, you know, going on with a single person. So, That's you know, I, I don't like it point. when it interferes with just people talking to each other. Oh, I, it's I mean, a very it's good like, point. you know, just because you said it on Facebook doesn't mean I saw it. Yeah, that's, um, a, very, that's yeah. a very, very good point. I mean, I, I know. Oh, well, I blogged about that. I'm like, okay, great. What the hell does yeah. that mean? Exactly. I mean, you know, like, no insult to you, but I don't follow your, <laughs> I don't follow yeah, your Twitter. In, like you're saying, in, in lieu of picking up the phone and telling me you're pissed at me, you blog. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, I, I don't, yes. I don't, I don't know. If that's a, And you know what happens too, I think, and I, I've said this before. Um, first of all, you're li- listening to Licking on Vanilla with uh, Ralph Greco Jr. and M. Christian, just to let you know where you are. If you just <laughs> happen to stumble upon us. Um, I think what happens with social media, and I've, I mean, I not think, I know. For some reason, if all that's coming down the pike or all you're dealing with is, is mundane, trivial things daily, right? Mm-hmm. So you're tweeting or you're texting. You don't know. You, you, you tend not to know the difference between the important stuff and you don't react to the important stuff. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. see that happening all the time. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll text somebody and this is something I need a response on, mm-hmm. you know, like, uh, okay, 
So Tuesday we're picking up the uh, the body and putting it in the trunk, right? That's what's <laughs> important, right? Important Bring the hacksaw, thing. duct tape, cinder blocks, chains. I mean, the yeah. usual, Chris, right? The usual, exactly. Right, you know, right. No surprises yeah. there. <laughs> right. Next Wednesday we're we're going to get the four blow up dolls for, for the for the uh, for the party. So, exactly. The, but that's the thing I, I don't get the response on. I get the response on um, the most mundane and, and or. I don't even send a text out. They send me a text. Or I send them the text about the blow-up dolls, and then te- text I get back is by, for something that's got nothing to do with anything important, because blow-up mm-hmm. dolls are important. Nothing mm-hmm. to do with any, what's, what's important. It's got to do with, I don't know, uh, you know, I uh, got the red sauce today for the, for the, for the calamari. I'm like, well, I don't know. I'm like, what the hell's going on? So I think what happens when, when you have the ability to talk about everything all the time, you just you, you lose the ability I'm going to use the word ability as much as possible in this conversation. You, <laughs> you lose the ability to, to realize and regulate what's important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. I, think, I mean, I could be wrong. But. Oh, no, you're completely correct. I mean, yeah. you're completely correct. I mean, it's just like, again, it's so funny the way it gets in the way of communication. You know, yeah, it's isn't just that like, interesting? It's yeah, supposed it's to like, be about like, communicating, but it gets it, in the way of communication. Exactly, exactly. People, it's like, not to sound again crotchety, but you know, I heard someone say it pretty well. They said that um, um, that it's it's when you when people get in the habit of not talking with you but to you, that things kind of break down. I kind of agree more. It's oh, like I really yeah. find that really very frustrating. It's like, oh yeah, you know, especially when you're trying to get things done or you're trying to communicate with someone about a gig or a project, and yeah, and you're waiting to hear back from them and. You know, you think, well, maybe they're busy or maybe they've got something going on in their life or something like that. And then you look at social media because we've all done that um, and see that they've been like, oh, yes, my kitty's doing this. My dog's doing that. And the right. waffles are coming out perfectly. It's like you have time to do this, but you won't write me about this really important question I've, you know, right. I have. And it's just like, you know, get your priorities a little screwed on right. better there. Exactly. You know, it's, just, it's exactly. really just going to be very frustrating. Um, and, you know, it's exactly. even more problematic when you're like. You know, when you're when you're trying to get some kind of response to someone and they just simply, like I said, just keep on going with social media, but they don't ever get back to you. So it's like, come on, this is like, you know, really, you know, not cool. It doesn't happen a lot, but it happens enough. To, enough. It's, it's really kind of like annoying. Enough. It's weird, too, because in what you're talking about, I mean, I can't agree more, but what it really gets me, I mean, just to the point that I just shake my head, and we, I mean, God, how many times have we talked about this, is when... The person has employed you, and they say, okay, I want you to write this 500-word article on this thing. I will send you the background, or I'll send you the pictures for the article mm-hmm. before you complete it. And, and so in other words, you and I are waiting for that information to complete the mm-hmm. article. Yep. I'm, you've paid me to do this now. Mm-hmm. And I've said to you, and I'm waiting, and I'm saying, okay, well, a couple days go by, whatever. Mm-hmm. And now a whole week has gone by. You haven't responded. So I ask mm-hmm. you, oh, by the way, you're supposed to send me that information. And you don't, or you respond with something totally different. Mm-hmm. But you engage me and pay me to do this thing, and you don't even follow up. I mean, and but at the same time, you're following up on, on the kitty, and you're following up on the yep. on the, the waffles, you know? Yep. And I, I just, that that's a good one, Chris. That's one I can't get my mind around for, for yep. any, I agree with any yep. imagining. Exactly. I mean, it's like. 
again, neither one of us are perfect, though, you know, they are making statues of us in many places around the world. I still prefer the bronze over the marble, but that's just a personal taste. Um, but yeah, it's just like, you know, when I when I have emails, my emails are priorities. I don't answer them immediately sometimes, but I do answer at least within one day. Um, social media, I you know, I, I won't really engage unless something pops up that I really sort of have to. Um, so it's like, you know, that's kind of like, for me, it's like, that's kind of the important thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, that kind of gets back to how we both kind of like, you know, you know, use the platform because a lot of people, they really do live there. And email is something they just simply don't think about or don't make a high priority for which i don't understand that one um it's, it's, stupefying, just, it's very stupefying it's very yeah, confusing it's just... you know because it's like um you know this is i mean yes i mean some people are sort of like oh we don't need email anymore it's like i got news for you it's like i still prefer email um you know email then probably actually text then email but of course very few people actually text me um and then probably social media after that but even so it's like you know, you have to be careful too. That's one thing I've I've noticed, and since we are kind of on our little rants here, is it's really frustrating too because people automatically assume that you get things in social media. I mean, a good example is like Facebook, Twitter, fill in the blank, where they send you an email or they send you a message. Let's say, for instance, on Facebook or a, a direct message on Twitter, and they assume you get it. Well, the problem is both these platforms and every other platform they're pretty rigorous with the spam filters. So very often you don't see it until you actually consciously look at the message part of the of the app or the website to find it. So, you know, I very blue, you know, very often, but once again, you know, often enough to be a problem, I'll just sort of like, you know, have a spare moment. And I'll sort of say, you know, I haven't checked my direct messages on Facebook. And I go mm. in there and there's like six messages from people saying, you know, here's this happening, you know, get back to me. It's like, why did you reach out to me on Facebook Messenger? You know, it's just like, ugh, anyway, send me a message, you know, send me an email. I mean, it's just, ugh, anyway, but it's just well, like. That's a great, no, it's a great don't, point. Don't the, assume that. Right. The assumption, first of all, the assumption that the things get through, right? The only mm-hmm. something that, first of all, even if you and I are communicating normally on text, mm-hmm. the assumption is that it gets through. No matter what, mm-hmm. and it doesn't yep. always, um, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, I have a funny story, real funny story about that. Go for it. And it's and it's it's naughty too, so it's fun. <laughs> okay, so it's at the beginning of me dating uh, this girl, mm-hmm. and uh, we're going back and forth with rather salacious texts, as you do when you first start dating somebody. You know, you know, as far as like, you know, you maybe send a picture or two. I never send a picture myself. I just. I always take a picture of some some other guy, but anyway, um, but anyway. So, so you know you you know how you're having fear flirting and you're going back and forth. So I sent out a rather naughty little text that I don't even know if I was actually responding to something she said. It was just kind of naughty, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah, no, it was a response to something specifically. She said something, so I responded in my you know usual quippery quiffery quiffery way. <laughs> <laughs> and trying to get her attention, it was kind of flirty, and it was it was quite naughty. It was kind of blue, mm-hmm. as, we, as they say. And you know, you and I have the ability to write that way because this is what we do all the time, right? <laughs> so anyway, I don't hear from her till the next morning. And the next morning, she sends me a text, um, or maybe the middle of the afternoon. I don't know, whatever it was. It was, but it was quite a while later. But I didn't mm-hmm. think about it because it was late at night when I sent the last naughty text. I figured she went to bed, right? Anyway, I get a text from her, and it says, 
was that last text meant for me? And I was like, well, she said something like, I don't think that text was meant for me. And I said, of course it was. And she said, well, I didn't get it for another eight hours. I didn't get that text till this morning or whatever. So it never got there in, in, in direct response to what she was saying. So it came later seemingly like it came out of the blue and it could have been meant for someone else, for, for the context of the text, let's put it that way. And that's because we assume it gets there, right? And it didn't. So my point there, Chris, is that we assume the texts go through and immediately, mm-hmm. and they don't always do that, you know? Exactly, exactly. And, uh, and that's that's a major headache. I mean, I just had a friend, not, not as salacious as your wonderful right. story, but I had a friend who was like, you know, I can't remember exactly how I got this message, but I think it was like on some social media platform I don't use very often. Like It was like an Instagram and this and this person said, you know, I haven't heard from you. Did you get my messages? And this kind of freaks me out because you know I'm usually pretty good about making sure I get messages and such because it's important. I mean, like you yeah. both said, it's like this is could be anything from someone I care, someone you know, in a relationship with, or it could be work. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like if I don't get messages, this is really scary. And you know, I said we'll send them again. And she said, did you get them? I said no. And you know, was kind of getting a little worried and. Finally, I, I said, well, what email are you using? And I have like, like a lot of people, I have like maybe like four different email accounts that I use fairly often and a couple I never use. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the ones you put in when you don't want to get spam. And, you know, for some reason, and I'm not mocking this person, but they had revert, they had started to use, rather than replying to my usual email, which is on Gmail, she had, they had um, put in an AOL address I use. And AOL is, as anybody knows, is notoriously horrible about email. They can send the messages there and no one ever gets them or something similar. And it was just like I slapped my forehead because it's like, you know, that was you kind of, you know, it, it, it highlights a problem that people often will respond and not, you know, sort of respond to the right email or put in an old one or something similar. So it's like, you know, it's just, it's a part of that problem. And again, it's like, you know, I've had more than once I care to remember exactly your kind of situation. Well, not exactly, but mm. you know, where, you know, someone will send a text and they don't get it for some reason or it doesn't send. And oh my God, you know, texting. I mean, if you're at home and using a Wi-Fi network, it's not a problem. But if you're out in public and you're trying to reach someone for whatever important reason and God, you hit a, a, a you know, a no service area, it's a nightmare. You know, it's just yeah. like, you know, and you have to try wandering around trying to find a signal just to say you either you're running late or I'm here already or I can't find whatever you asked me to find. It's just, oh, it's bonkers. Yeah, and, and what's funny about all that, too, is like, you know, I, I also find like, and I was I literally in the middle of things where you, we tend to now think we need to, to excuse make excuses for our time. And mm-hmm. I get this all the time. When you call somebody and they don't pick up, right? you get their answering machine or whatever, and they'll text you and me like, oh, I'm on a line, I'm, on, I'm doing this, let me get back to you. Or I wasn't, sorry I wasn't there when you called. Like, it becomes almost a thing like we just expect people to pick up now. We right. expect the text to go through. We, mm-hmm. I don't know why, why we expect these things to work or why we make excuses for not being there. You, remember years ago when Chris and I are old enough to remember this, you call somebody's house and they're not there, you get a busy signal. Yep, or if they're yep. on the phone, you get a busy signal. If they weren't there, and this is years ago, the phone would ring. 
You didn't even mm-hmm. have, we didn't even have answering machines when we were kids. Mm-hmm. Right? So yep. you just had a more, and you, when they come back, they got back to you, it never was, where were you? You mm-hmm. just assumed they weren't around. Exactly. Exactly. So and that's that, it. Oh, that's, that's what happens these days. We expect that, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's and, very frustrating. I mean, it's just like, and that's another big kind of problem about, you know, people's reliance on a lot of this. And it's not necessarily social media, but it's all kinds of technology too, that, you know, that they, they assume again, that once again, things came through. I have a friend who likes to talk to me on Google Hangouts and I have told her very politely many times, it's like, this doesn't really work for me. I can't get the alerts to work right. Mm. So, you know, when she writes me on that platform, you know, I often don't see it. And then, you know, it's like, you know, then she gets frustrated and I get frustrated. And I keep telling her, let's transition over to Skype or something, because yeah. at least I know the alerts work there. But it's like pulling teeth. And it's just like, you know, some of these platforms just don't work well. Right. Um, right. You know, so trying to reach someone is just, you know, just an absolute pain because you don't know if the message got, once again got through. Um, and, you know, that's that's the other thing. I think it's just like. You know, not to sound like I have a solution or anything, but I do think it's important to sort of be flexible around these things. If you like using a certain platform, don't assume the people you're reaching out to are only on that platform because they, even though they might be technically on it, they may not pay attention to it. So you can't just assume that, oh, they're on Twitter, therefore if I direct message them, they'll get this. Well, it turns out that maybe it's handled by another person or it's automated or who knows what. But yeah, I mean, this this kind of expectation of being able to reach people instantaneously is really kind of, you know, quite odd. I find myself feeling actually guilty sometimes if I'm taking a nap or I'm driving. You know, <laughs> right, it's and I the, can't get to you. Exactly. Yeah. It's just like you know, it's 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 not often because no one goes anywhere right now. But yeah, yeah. you know, if I get up and there's a couple of text messages because I was taking a nap or doing whatever, it's just like you know, oh, crap, I missed them. It's like, you don't have to respond instantly. I mean, yes, you know, within reason, because that's just polite. But still, it's like, you know, it's just it's this constant pressure to sort of, like, respond to people. Well, yeah, and I, and I watched my, my friends who have kids, like, in their 20s, and I watch how, the, how, the, how the, 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 the people who are dating, how they deal with each other now, because they are instantly connected all the time. Mm-hmm. And it used to. I remember back in the day, you didn't, you know, you didn't, you didn't have tabs on your boyfriend or girlfriend like that. You didn't know where mm-hmm. they were. And nowadays, they know each other is all the time. And if they, they can't get in touch with each other, then it becomes a thing, where mm-hmm. it's not a thing in my life if you can't get in touch with me or I can't get in touch with you because I'm not walking around with my my phone in my hands. Mm-hmm. There are times I don't have my phone with me or. I know I'm going to say something sacrilegious, but I turn my phone off a lot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I just that's just the way it is. I just don't want to be disturbed, so I turn it off. And I, I think that other people don't, and other people just assume if you cannot be reached, then there's got to be a reason. And, like, if you're in your mid-20s dating and you can't reach your girlfriend and boyfriend, oh, mm-hmm. my God, hell's breaking loose. they got they got mm-hmm. to be off doing something they're not supposed to be doing, you know? Exactly. Yep, yep. <laughs> I completely agree. And you're a horrible person. You should feel bad for turning your phone off. That is unacceptable. Oh, I know. In this modern I know. Age. I know. Uh, but no, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, you're listening to Licking Not Vanilla with Ralph Greco Jr. and M. Christian. We're going to wrap it up here. Um, Chris and I, you know, we're talking about technology, Chris, and we're having a little problems ourselves today. <laughs> um, but, you know, our, our main man producer will, uh, good old Remy will do his, his magic. Absolutely. Our wonderful producer. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, 
So anyway, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, that's what it comes down to. You just can't, you can't live your life around this stuff and or assume it's going to work right. Mm-hmm. Right? And, Absolutely. Um, and don't, like you say, you've, you've said it very well, don't let it become how you live your life. Don't let it interfere with your life. Mm-hmm. You know, or just use it as a tool like everything else, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. It's like, it's a, if it's not a positive, don't do it. Um, you know, right. you know, some things we don't want to do when we have to do, but at the same time, but it's really causing stress. Don't do it. And that's the thing. It's like, you know, you know, take your own experience. If you're, if you, you know, don't listen to us, if you try it and you like it, then more power to you go for it. But, you know, don't think you're obligated to do something that doesn't, you don't enjoy. And especially, and don't listen to people who says, Oh, if you're a successful writer, you have to do fill in the blank. It's like, no, you don't. I mean, it, you yeah. don't, as long as you're writing. You know, that's all that really matters. It doesn't really matter how you do the social media, if you even do it at all. Right, um, right. So, yeah, it means whatever your, whatever your personal choice is. Yeah, and, and, we, we, and you know, that could be, that's a good, um, that's a good, uh, you know, uh, an ethos for everything. You know, if, you, if it's not working for you, don't do it. Mm-hmm. Just because somebody says you should or, you know, you're in a community of people who say, well, that's the way we do it or that. And no, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. Find a different community. Exactly. Find other people to hang out with. Don't, don't just... Cow down, down, cow down, da da down, <laughs> to what people, <laughs> you know, what, what's just expected, and or, or this is just the way it always has been. Well, mm-hmm. that's that's all well and good for whatever, but if it doesn't work for you, especially if it's detrimental to, you know, your well-being or, or the way you work or relationships, then I don't think you should be following through with that. You absolutely, know? absolutely. Just do what do what works for you. Right. And, you know, try, you know, every once in a while, challenge yourself, try something different, you know, because you don't know what will work until you actually, you know, try it, you know, so right. some things, you know, may very well be that, you know, oh, you know, I didn't know this works for me. I didn't know I'd enjoy that or something mm-hmm. similar. But by and large, don't listen to people who tell you you have to do something or you have to do this, that and the other thing. Right. There's very few things, especially around writing that you have to do. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, exactly. it's once again, I mean, there's certain things that might work better in your favor. Um, but by and large, you know, if you can make it happen and things work out for you and you're having a good time, then more power to you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I, what else could we say any better than that, Chris, right? <laughs> um, you've been listening to Licking Non-Vanilla. Uh, you're, you're home for all things, uh, well, not all things naughty. Some things are nice and, <laughs> and also... For you know things of a, of a writing nature, we like to get that in, and and then we also geek out at times, which is okay. Mm-hmm. That's okay too. And um, I, I think I've been Ralph Greco Jr. I'm not sure. I'll have to check that later. <laughs> and across the aisle from me has been and is. Yep, I'm Christian. In other words, known as Chris. Yeah, to his friends, you have to call him Christian. As far as <laughs> I'm but Chris, thanks so much for this time, as always. Anytime, always delightful, Ralphie, and I hope everyone's having a good time as we are doing this yes and uh by all, and chris just prompted me to to think by all means reach out to us at any time and let us know you're out there we'd love to hear mm-hmm. from you. oh absolutely any questions want to talk to us we're always Good. game and you can fix and th- speaking of social media you can find us on uh twitter on licking non vanilla exactly and and we're also we're on, on facebook facebook yep. too right yeah yep so. i think we're on instagram as well we're in, I and I, we're on youtube so we're all over the place and red we're Circle, all over the place and apple podcast so you know just give us a look see and uh, we'll talk to you next time. And uh, thank you, Chris. Thank you very much. Thank you, Ralphie. Always a delight. Okay. Bye-bye, everybody. And visit us on the web at www.lickingnonvanilla.com.
www.thepeopleshow.com.